Ben, okay. uh, great speaking with you. Yeah, sure. Thanks for having me. Can you start by uh, explaining the current situation as far as how the Coastal Commission uh, restricts development in coastal zones and overrides uh, any any housing legislation that would increase housing in coastal zones? Sure. So the Coastal Commission dates back to the early 1970s when California voters voted to uh, enact these tighter restrictions on what gets developed in the coastal zone. This is uh, anywhere between a thousand yards and up to five miles from the coast. Uh, and the idea is that these are areas that have more um, vulnerable ecosystems where coastal erosion is a concern and where public access to the beach actually needs to be preserved. And so there are um, in some case tighter, but just a sort of a different approach to development in that zone. Um, and so uh, on top of all the other uh, restrictions that might be in place uh, imposed by locals on what gets built uh, within that coastal zone, there's also a requirement to um, ensure that new development is in compliance with the California Coastal Act, which uh, again, uh, uh, restricts things, uh, uh, you know, keeping keep in mind that there are uh, delicate ecosystems and, and preserving public access and so forth. Um, in a lot of cases, local governments are tasked with enacting the uh, or, or implementing the Coastal Act, enforcing the Coastal Act. But in also in other cases, the California Coastal Commission, which is an independent agency, also oversees the implementation of that act. And in recent years, when there's been a lot of concern, particularly out of Sacramento, that the state has a housing shortage and needs to be building uh, particularly more dense uh, sort of apartment buildings and particularly in areas where there are lots of jobs and where people want to live, which is along the coast, there is a concern from some quarters that the California Coastal Commission is standing in the way of building the housing that we need to build. Of course, the California Coastal Commission and a lot of uh, environmental groups uh, say that, that those two goals are not mutually exclusive, but that's sort of the heart of the debate right now. So there is a specific legislation uh, sponsored by State Senator Scott Weiner that would reform this process. Can you explain specifically the name of this bill and what it would do in regards to weakening the power of the Coastal Commission uh, to limit new development? Sure. So the bill that Senator Weiner is uh, pushing through the legislature right now is Senate Bill 423. And it's actually kind of a, the second version or sort of the, the um, continuation of a prior bill that the senator passed uh, just a few years ago called Senate Bill 35. And the, the sort of the gist of that bill is that in areas of the state that have not been keeping up with their um, housing obligations, that have not been building enough housing according to state guidelines, um, Projects of a certain type, mostly sort of dense apartment buildings or multiplexes and that kind of thing, they get sort of streamlined approval. So rather than going through maybe sort of the, the standard process where you go before a planning board or you go before city council and there's lots of discussion about whether the, you know, the, the new project is consistent with the neighborhood character and there's all sort of like a lot of uh, subjective discussion about whether this is an appropriate bill and whether there might be an environmental um, lawsuit or, or sort of a, a review of the environmental impact, the, 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 these projects sort of just get, get streamlined or get, get fast-tracked. Um, and, and cities, basically, as long as they, these projects meet a certain objective set of criteria, then they get approved. 
Uh, who are the main Sorry. backers of this uh, bill, and who are its main opponents? So this bill, uh, SC35, the prior version, uh, just to, to, to finish that point, it initially had uh, made an exception for the coastal zone. Um, this new version, SB 423, removes that exception. And so under the current law, it would apply to uh, the coastal zone as well. And so it would basically uh, require the Coastal Commission and any local governments uh, that have been delegated to enforce the Coastal Act to just sort of um, approve projects by right as long as they sort of check those boxes. So to get to your, to your question about who's, a, who's supporting this and who's not, um, this project is, or this, this legislation is uh, being pushed by a lot of um, developers, groups, you know, uh, companies and, and people who are in the business of building housing, obviously. Um, a lot of people who are, uh, who want to see the, the, the state build lots of more housing in general. This is, these are sometimes called Yes My Backyard activists, DMB groups. Um, also, a lot of organized labor groups are in support of this legislation. The opposition is coming from a lot of local governments who don't like the idea of um, the state essentially <laughs> removing their ability to um, have discretion over what gets built in in their neighborhoods and in, in, within their zones. Um, also, a lot of sort of local local neighborhood activist groups who also like having that, that control. And then of course you also have opposition from the Coastal Commission itself. Um, although there is ongoing discussions about um, tweaks that have been made to the bill where the commission um, may be softening its position, but that's still in the works. So the coastal zone that the Coastal Commission oversees includes both urban areas such as, a, such as LA, as well as more pristine areas. Would this bill specifically uh, impact uh, the entire coastal zone or just uh, specifically urban areas? So under the terms of the law, um, uh, projects get fast-tracked if they are already in areas that are zoned for residential use. And so, yes, the law would apply to the entire coastal zone, but in areas of the coastal zone, like, uh, for example, uh, the north coast uh, that's undeveloped or, or um, you know, areas of the central coast, like you know, Big Sur, where there isn't any zoned housing, you're not going to see projects springing up there. So the main effect would be in the sort of more urban areas. The coastal zone does extend into downtowns of some cities like Santa Cruz, like Los Angeles, Venice Beach, for example, um, San Diego. And so that's really where the crux of the debate is. Are there legitimate environmental arguments made against this bill, such as about like rising sea level and also like natural disasters? Well, the Coastal Commission certainly argues that these are legitimate concerns. Um, you know, their argument essentially is this bill that Senator Scott Wiener is pushing requires development to be fast tracked and and for things to be decided based on sort of objective criteria, sort of sort of a set list of like, do you um, meet this this standard do you meet this standard do you meet this standard and their their argument is when it comes to things like coastal erosion when it comes to things like saltwater intrusion and particularly in the context of sea level rise that a sort of more specific site specific case by case uh, analysis is is required the supporters of the bill argue that that's not actually necessarily true particularly when you're looking at places that are already zoned for uh, dense Development. So these are places where the city has already said 
you can build housing here. And it's possible to come up with sort of a, a standard saying, well, okay, as long as, you know, let's say there's a model of sea level rise of eight feet, well, anything uh, under that, you know, any, anything that, that falls within sort of a, a sea level rise of eight feet isn't going to get get built. So, that, so it's possible to come up with something sort of quote unquote objective. But again, that's that's uh, being hashed out right now in, in negotiations between the Senator's office and the Coastal Commission. What do you expect uh, the long-term implications of if this bill passes, considering how strong of a demand there is in coastal areas? That's a good question. I mean, these it's not as if it's just going to be a free-for-all of development, because there are a lot of restrictions of what would qualify for fast-track approval, even under this bill. Um, and But you could see a lot more development in in those sort of urban areas I mentioned Venice uh, San Di- you know La Jolla and San Diego um, perhaps parts of Santa Barbara and so forth yeah since this this station in this this interview is being aired in Santa Barbara like, can you comment specifically on the Santa Barbara region yeah I'm, I'm not I haven't uh, looked specifically at, at the coastal zone map of the entire region but I know sort of along the pier or sort of around the pier around State Street like that that's an area where you could see more development um, and and faster development um, and so that could certainly be a legacy of this of this bill were to pass I think broader the broader implication of this bill passing is there have been a lot of bills over the last uh, few years passed by the legislature that have sort of fast-tracked uh, development of, of housing around the state have made it easier for developers to build, uh, whether it's apartment buildings, whether it's ADUs, whether it's uh, multiplexes uh, or duplexes. And in most cases, there's always been an exception for the coastal zone because that's sort of been considered a, a third rail, something that legislators don't want to touch. So if this bill makes it through with this, uh, the coastals are not getting an exception that could really be a sea change, no pun intended, for how legislation on housing moves forward in California, I think. How likely is this bill to pass the legislature and get signed into law? I think it's quite likely. Uh, it's it Just last week, or uh, earlier this month, rather, it made it past uh, a, a very contentious assembly hearing, and it, it was able to make it through. It has the support of the leadership of the legislature. Senator Scott Wiener is a very prolific um, legislator in his own right. It has a ton of support, as I mentioned, from both developers and unions, which is usually a recipe for success in the legislature. Um, And at this point, with the Coastal Commission in negotiations with um, with Senator Senator Wiener's office and a lot of environmental groups may end up dropping their opposition, but, but we'll see. But I think just Given how much momentum there is behind it, uh, it seems very likely to pass. But in what exactly what the terms of that, those negotiations play out, we'll see. Thank you, Ben uh, Christopher uh, with KCSB News. Uh, this is Robert Stark. Thank you.